So Hare Krishna, everyone. Welcome back. And uh, we have a lot to discuss, but we will be having a very uh, quick and a short uh, session today on the Bhagavad Gita. So let's start with the Pranam Mantras as usual. So let me uh, uh, quickly share the screen and you can all uh, chant along with me the Pranam Mantras. All right. So the screen is already shared, but you can all chant along with me. And uh, we are in session number 66. We dedicate this session to His Divine Grace, Yesi Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of Acharya of Iskon and my beloved spiritual master. So kindly join your palms and you can all repeat after me. Om Agnyana Timirandasya Agnyana Janashalakaya Chakshurun Militam Mena Tasmai Shri Guru Venamaha. Hare Krishna. So welcome back all of you for the Bhagavad Gita study circle. So we have uh, Uma Kumar and we also have Hina Mataji who has joined us. And uh, let us see on YouTube. Also we have Achyutanji and uh, Mukund Ganji has joined us. Thank you so much for joining today. So we are going to have uh, this discussion on the Bhagavad Gita. Today we are going to have a very short discussion since uh, I have a meeting to attend uh, in a short time. So we will... Uh, have limited time to discuss, but we will try to cover some very important aspects today. Um, we have seen in the previous session that how Krishna has explained uh, the question of Arjuna. Arjuna said that uh, the mind is extremely difficult to control. It is like the wind. You know, it is so strong. Sometimes it may be possible to control the wind, but not the mind. It is extremely difficult to control the mind because it is so chanchala, chanchalam hi manak Krishna. So Krishna has said that, oh Arjuna, don't worry. I understand that controlling the mind is extremely difficult. It is not so easy, but it can be possible by Abhyasa and Vairagya. So in the previous verse, we understood that how Abhyasa means it's not a one-time activity. You're constantly doing something and by regular practice, you can actually control the mind. So that is why for all the devotees, we see that we have been prescribed a certain daily schedule by Prabhupada. So, when we act accordingly to that, according to the schedule that has been given to us, like rising early in the morning, attending the Mangalarti, doing our chanting, then finishing off the Bhagavatam class, and then having prasadam and day-to-day -day services that we have to do, our regular work that we have to do. So, all these things, when we schedule properly, when you have this sadhana of proper work-life balance, then what is happening is you are automatically getting tuned. You are training your mind to become set. So this is why in the Vedic times when the Acharyas gave us certain work, they always gave us a work which was time bound. So when you have a work which is time bound, automatically the mind gets tuned to it. So whether it is festival, whether it is changing of the season, see the changing of the season is not abrupt. It is all time bound. Every time this month, okay, that season will change. This time, the season will change. Similarly, our body, this yantra, if it is acting on certain activities which are time-bound, then your mind will automatically get regulated. So, time-bound means what? 
it is one of the attribute for being principled for abhyasa it is one of the element of abhyasa doing time bound activities is actually abhyasa it is very important so krishna is saying you should perform abhyasa regularly consistently when you do this time bound activities again and again then your mind is getting tuned your mind is getting captured it is not so easy but by abhyasa it is possible so for us the practical solution or practical uh, instruction here is that any time when you are doing activity either it can be your studies or it can be your regular work uh, for homemakers it can be the regular cooking that you are doing or the day to day activities that you are doing if you can assign all your activities a certain time and on that time you are doing that activity regularly and consistently by doing this your mind will get accustomed to the abhyasa it will get accustomed to yes this is what i am supposed to do you are instructing the mind so it will slowly start getting uh, tuned to the time bound activities that you are setting for it it may be difficult in the initial time but initial phase but automatically mind over a period of time it will get trained so that is why abhyasa consistency is required we don't have to depend on any external uh, things for abhyasa or uh, creating some task time bound task many people use these days apps and other things actually the lord has created this system with a biological clock so you don't need any alarm or reminders and anything if you're focused you don't need any of these reminders or anything you have you become self sufficient and mind is capable of doing all these things if you set your mind in a way where okay this is what reminder this is what i have to do everything properly the mind will take up the job of what your mobile is doing right now we are dependent on the mobile right now for all these reminders and activities but the same thing or much better way in a much better way can be done by the mind itself but since we have not trained the mind we are dependent on external things and many times we mess up so abhyasa this is very important and then krishna is also saying vairagya so what is vairagya vairagya means okay one thing is renunciation renouncing from all the material things and renouncing from all the external objects where we are seeking for some pleasure and happiness through these external objects so these things should be avoided as much as possible so krishna saying vairagya one best way of although it is not uh, directly mentioned here but in uddhava gita it is said that how vairagya is connected very closely to dana dana means when you give charity so by giving charity you are automatically developing vairagya why because charity means you have to take something out of your reserves you have to take something from your source of wealth or source of knowledge or whatever source you have you have to take something from that from that reserve you are giving charity to someone else so that is itself a sign of vairagya so dana is one element that we can add in our life so any time you get an opportunity to give charity charity of wealth charity of knowledge charity of food charity of anything so when you actually give charity you are actually taking a step in vairagya so abhyasa is happening then vairagya is happening so by these automatically our uh, sense objects or uh, dependency on sense objects for pleasure is reducing and we are training our mind for higher pleasure so both the things are happening so krishna is saying that abhyasa and vairagya this will actually help you to control your mind 
stabilize your mind you see so this is to be implemented in our day to day life now if we can do this uh, time bound activities on day to day basis all your activities should be properly scheduled sometimes yes it is not possible like today uh, i need to jump i have to go after half an hour i need to leave so this is a very um, urgent and emergency thing so it is not possible sometimes but regular basis like on a regular basis you can schedule your things then it will be really nice that will control the mind and you see the difference lot of wonderful things will happen okay so let's see and uh, understand the next words that is verse number 36 so uma kumar you can unmute yourself oh yes prabhu ji okay asamyat atmana yogo asamyat atmana yogo dushprapa iti me mati dushprapa iti me mati vashyatmana tu yatata वैश्यात्मना तु यतता चक्षो वाप्तुं उपायतः चक्षो वाप्तुं उपायतः असम्यतात्मनायोगो सम्यतात्मनायोगो दुष्प्राप इति मे मतिः दुष्प्राप इति मे मतिः वैश्यात्मना तु यतता वैश्यात्मना तु यतता ओपिनियन so he is saying that for one whose mind is unbridled that means uncontrolled then it is difficult self realization is a very difficult task but for one who has controlled the mind we know that it is very very easy and it becomes very easy to attain the success in yoga process and krishna is saying this is my opinion so control your mind by abhyasa and vairagya and that will ultimately give you success okay that is nice So let's go to the next word. That was quite straightforward. So Hina Mata Ji, you can unmute yourself and uh, let's chant the next words. This is another um, follow-up question that Arjuna is going to ask. Arjuna Uvacha. Arjuna Uvacha. Ayatihi Shraddha Yopeto. Ayatihi Shraddha Yopeto. अर्जुन उवाच अर्जुन उवाच अयतिपेतो अयतिपेतोगाप्योगिम्ति 
काम गतिम कृष्ण गच्छति अर्जुना सेड ओ कृष्णा व्हाट इज द डेस्टिनेशन ऑफ द अनसक्सेसफुल ट्रांसेंडेंटलिस्ट हु इन द बिगिनिंग टेक्स टू द प्रोसेस ऑफ सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन विथ फेथ बट हु लेटर डिसिस्ट ड्यू टू वर्ल्डली माइंडेडनेस and thus does not attain perfection in mysticism hari krishna yes hari krishna so here arjuna is having a very valid question so he is asking krishna okay you have told me that uh, control the mind is important and after controlling the mind you will attain success but you see many times it so happens that many people enthusiastically they start practicing yoga spirituality and over the period of time it becomes so overburdened and they may actually give it up they may not reach the final destination because of so many impediments that is going to come because krishna is saying later this is due to worldly mindedness mindedness so that may actually lead for us to get deviated from the process of the yoga and it is very much possible we have seen our own minds we are practicing spirituality but there are some days where we get deviated we are not on the focused line of the path of yoga and that may actually take us away from the destination if we are not focused right so even in the psychological psychological term it is said that you know to attain the uh, state where you are completely absorbed it is called the flow state psychologists say to be focused means to be in the flow state the flow state means just like suppose if there is a runner um, on the running track like usain bolt he is a world medalist gold medalist he is a world champion in running so just imagine usain bolt is on the running track and on the running track when the uh, race is just about to start and he is on the running track do you think that he will be thinking okay what will i eat for dinner today or what is my family doing today do you think he is thinking about all those things no on the running track he is just waiting when will that gunshot i'll hear and i'll start running in fact he is not even thinking whether i'll win or lose they are only thinking of running my only duty is that i will run today to the best of my capacity so that is that state of mind is called a flow state so completely undeviated so we all need to be in that flow state in spiritual life we if we are focused like that flow state means you are not worried about the result the outcome of the activity that you are doing the flow state means you just enjoy the process of running you just enjoy the process of chanting in our terms in our context you enjoy the process itself it's not that only when i get that success of being with krishna that is my success no spiritual life is so wonderful you need to enjoy the process itself oh chanting is blissful eating prasadam is blissful going to the temple having darshan is blissful meeting the devotees is blissful so this process itself is very joyful and i need to be in this all the time that is the flow state so we all need to be in that flow state but if not then we may get deviated and that deviation will take us away from the final result so arjuna is asking a valid question then what is the destination of that unsuccessful yogi what will happen 
So Krishna Prabhupada is giving in the purport also this example of clouds. You see, it so happens that many times there is an array of clouds that are floating in the sky. And it so happens that these floating clouds, one of the cloud may, because of the wind, it may get deviated from the array of clouds. They're all going together, but one cloud may actually move away. And sometimes the gush of wind is so much that it is supposed to go and join another cloud. But because it was so powerful, the wind was so powerful, before this cloud goes and reaches the next cloud, it may actually get dispersed. Before it reaches the next cloud, it may get dispersed. So many times, okay, I'm going in this a certain way. Materialistic people are now going in a certain way. And we tell them about Krishna consciousness and everything. So they start taking that path. Okay, this is Krishna and I need to go towards Krishna. But sometimes due to worldly mindedness, that force of material sense enjoyment, he's going towards Krishna. Then this gush of material sense enjoyments may disperse his bhakti. And then Arjuna is worried, what will happen to such an unsuccessful yogi, right? He's completely getting deviated. But we don't have to worry because Krishna has already explained in the previous chapter, I think in the second chapter, he's saying, You see, Krishna has already explained that anybody on the path of spiritual life, if he has done even little, Swalpam apyasya dharmasya, he is successful. His eternal bank account in spiritual life is credited. So don't have to worry. So anybody who takes the path of spirituality, there is only gain, there is no loss. So for example, today you have come to a stage of certain spiritual realization. You all have experienced certain spiritual life. So tomorrow, due to some reason, it should not happen. But if it happens, that you forget Krishna from tomorrow onwards. But whatever you have done till today, that will be accounted. That is a gain. It goes and is already accumulated in your spiritual bank account. Even if you don't continue from now, whatever you have gained in spiritual life till date has been credited to your spiritual account. So it will never go waste. So that way, in that sense, spiritual life, there is always success. Whatever you gain is that to that degree you have attained success. There is no loss in spiritual life. That is the advantage. So let us see what Krishna is going to say again in the further next verse and understand. So Vinodji, you can unmute yourself and let's see what Krishna is to say in the next verse. So at the eighth verse, another verse. Let's see. Kachinobhaya vibrastas. Kachinobhaya vibrastas. Chinna brahmivanashyati. Chinna Brahmavanashtati Apratishto Mahabaho Apratishto Mahabaho Vimudho Brahmanapatihi Vimudho Brahmanapati Wonderful. Please read the translation. Oh mighty armed Krishna, does not such a man who is bewildered from the path of transcendence fall away from both spiritual and material success and perish like a raven cloud with no position in any sphere. Ah, wonderful. Thank Hare you. Krishna. Hare Krishna. So this is exactly what Arjuna is saying here. He's continuing to say that what? See, he becomes unsuccessful and such a dangerous thing it is. 
somebody starts uh, walking on the rope just imagine is walking on the rope to go from one point of the cliff to another point of the cliff he is walking on a tight rope and suddenly in between something happens a strong wind comes you know he will fall down from that cliff and he may completely uh, you know die from the heights it's very difficult so what will happen to such a person and he is giving the example of a cloud like i explained earlier that a riven cloud it may just go here there he may get dispersed completely in the sky so what will be such a position what will be the position of such a person who has already started but he falls away so he is spiritually and materially he is uh, pulled apart he is completely lost his identity no spiritual identity no material identity whether i should do this whether i should do that i am unsuccessful in both of both the things and this will be experienced by all of us in some point of time there will be a test for all of us in our spiritual life we all will face such problems where you have taken a great step you have walked a path of spirituality to some extent and suddenly there will be a big wave that will come and disturb you in your spiritual life and then it will shake you up like anything oh my god i am not able to follow my spiritual life nor i am able to become successful in my material life what am i supposed to do now so this is a very valid question and everyone have to go through this process so that is why arjuna is asking this on behalf and here arjuna is now addressing krishna as krishna oh mighty arm krishna so he is still in that friendly mood although he has told in the second chapter shishchaste ham shadimam to prapannam but here he is saying he is addressing the lord uh, as krishna he is okay he is still my friend is there but in the 11th chapter when the new self forming sees then no more krishna then he repents oh my god i am calling bhagwan as krishna my friend by his name in the prophet but here he is calling as krishna because still he has not seen the vishwarupa is that vishwarupa darshan has not happened okay so we will cover another verse today so let's see who is there so dev is there so dev you can uh, unmute yourself and you can chant the next word yes this is 39th verse <clears throat> so here it is said etanme samshayam krishna etanme samshayam krishna chetum arhasi asheshatah chetum arhasi asheshatah tvad anya samshayasyasya दिस इज माई डाउट ओ कृष्णा एंड आई आस्क यू टू डिस्पेल इट कम्प्लीटली बट फॉर यू नो वन इज टू बी फाउंड हू कैन डिस्ट्रॉय दिस डाउट थैंक यू so here in this verse he is explaining he is asking that oh my lord krishna i know one thing that these doubts can be answered only by you and only you can dispel all my doubts completely and why is he saying this because in the previous verses in the previous chapters also krishna has revealed a lot of knowledge and information he has given so much of knowledge to arjuna and 
there is some clarity that has come but there are certain doubts so that is why arjuna is further asking questions for more clarity he wants complete illusion all has to be cleared complete clarity has to come so on behalf of us he is asking this question so that krishna will speak and give more clarity and especially this question is very relevant to all of us because arjuna is asking a very valid question because not that anything that you start anybody who starts his journey in spiritual life will be successful there will be lot of challenges there will be lot of problems we all have to face these things so this question is very very relevant to us because in our spiritual life when we face challenges then what are we supposed to do right so that solution is given by krishna so krishna is going to reveal what one is supposed to do and how can a yogi become successful so there were a lot of things to discuss and lot of wonderful things that krishna is going to reveal but today because of um, uh, you know lack of time i not be able to uh, cover all of that but next verse arjuna krishna is going to answer the questions of arjuna and let us understand what he is going to speak and how he is going to inspire arjuna with the answers we are in the last section of the sixth chapter now so next session we are actually going to wind up chapter 6 and uh, krishna is going to reveal some more important things so i'm really uh, uh, sorry today that i have to end the session a little early because uh, i have to meet some more people today and that's why we have a very short uh, discussion on bhagavad gita so if you uh, have some time you can please read bhagavad gita whenever you get chance today and uh, you can also ask me questions whenever uh, possible uh, i don't mind any time in the second half of the day you can send some messages or anything like that so we are in the last section of sixth chapter and uh, we'll definitely cover that in the next session